Welcome back to Angel on Top, a podcast where we watch and discuss every episode of Angel one by one, spoiler free, and in tandem with no one. Everything has changed. We're all alone. The smug bitches are out there. I'm your co-host, Latoya Ferguson, a.k.a. the dead female lead of the buffering verse, a.k.a. one half of the gun squad. Wait a minute. Is that my boy? A.k.a. the Gilbert Timogan Sullivan, a.k.a. Daddy, even if no one can remember that. But wait a minute. A.k.a. Captain Forehead, a.k.a. even more annoying new nicknames to come. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Ludich, a.k.a. the other dead girl one of the buffering verse, a.k.a. the other half of the gun squad. It figures torture would bring him back, a.k.a. the Sullivan to Latoya's Gilbert, a.k.a. Daddy at Last, yeah, William Bloody, a.k.a. even more annoying new nicknames to come. And this week, we're watching Angel Season 5, Episode 18, Origin. Origin was written by Drew Goddard and directed by Terrence O'Hara. It aired on the WB on April 21st, 2004. And this is the one where the case of the week is a freak accident that happened to a nice, well-adjusted, presumably milk-drinking boy who just happens to be Connor Angel. The jig is up, bitch. You're a dad again, whether you like it or not. say that as though he didn't want to be a dad <laughs> i i'm i'm maybe taking uh angel the task a couple moments um the, the angel of earlier in the season i really have no notes for him here <laughs> uh well first things first i will say uh in the promo trailer for this episode which I, I really should make you watch them beforehand but instead i'll just make you watch them during the podcast so we okay. have a great uh thing to edit through uh but for this particular episode it was, uh, we're pushing, these are the last episodes. Mm-hmm. So, promo trailer for this one. With just five episodes left, you'll discover why fate has tortured his soul for over two centuries. A fresh <laughs> angel. Which, first of all, we we know why his fate, like, it sounds cool, yeah. but, like, we know why fate has tortured his soul. It's, like, it's like not a mystery. It's been very clear for the entirety of this series. Why? Like, it happened in a previous series. They told us. <laughs> they told us in, like, the eighth episode of Buffy season one. Why? But, but, yeah. but it, it actually, it would, like, if this show was made today, it would be a mystery why fate has tortured his soul. And we're like, mm-hmm. ooh, what, what is it? Ooh. <laughs> but the, the only footage um, from this particular app we see in the trailer is from, like, it's just new Connor, basically. <laughs> yes. And then you see, like, Darla turning Liam. Uh, and then I believe a clip from what I believe is the end of Reprise, like, the top of Epiphany. And then mm-hmm. the rest is, like, some just a couple shots from the next episode. So okay. it's weird. You know, how are you? Pro- See, they're, they're so focused on promoting like it's the end as opposed mm-hmm. to the episode itself. Uh, oh, and they so also weird. have uh, Angel in the Shackles from the trial back in season two. Classic. Uh, I mean, I think 
we've made a very good argument this season, especially that the WB had no idea what to do with this show anymore. Again, <laughs> just watch the Why We Fight promo trailer. <laughs> Never stood a chance. A.K. William Bloody. A.K. William Bloody. And, you oh. know, I, and then I did go back and just watch some other promo trailers. You know the promo trailer for season two premiere? It makes a big deal about J. August Richards joining as a series regular. J. August yeah, Richards baby. joins David Boreanaz, Angel. Yes! <laughs> Gun Squad. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang. Pop, 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 pop. Bang. Absolutely. <laughs> check that tux. Check that bod. Sign me up for the Gun Squad. Did someone say Golden God? I'm all in on the gun squad. Gameball playing, Gameball King. Sign me up for the gun squad. Even when he's curmudgeon in. I'm all in on the gun squad. Bang, bang. Little Charles gonna shoot his shot. Bang, bang. Cracking skulls up and down the block. Squad. Yeah. Um, um, but what do you think about this one? Uh, I can't believe how excited I was to see the little bitch again. I love him. He's. I've never said a bad word about him. He's my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> Has the timeline changed? Um, no, no. This is how it always was. If you remember something weird, that's on you. I have always been the biggest Connor Angel fan, as we all know. I'm a resident Conhead. As we all know, as of last episode, Morgan's never said a bad word about Connor, never said a bad mm -hmm. word about Angel season four. These mm -hmm. are all facts, actually. This is the truth. If you remember otherwise, that is your own issue. <laughs> But Morgan, how did you enjoy this episode? So your favorite characters here? I was so happy. Um, I this like this episode felt like just in time for the show to be canceled. It's back like it's never been before. Like I, I I couldn't believe that they finally are giving me what they want only as they circle the drain. Mm -hmm. It's pretty wild. Um, the things that were working in this episode actually, I think, gave me a lot of insight into what hasn't been working uh, mm -hmm. for the majority of this season. Uh, and I'll have a couple points where I want to dig in on that stuff. Um but yeah, I was just like, I was thrilled to see Connor back. I was thrilled for a story to have emotional stakes. I was thrilled for characters to care about their calling. Uh, you know, like Wes is actually doing like, hey, remember how we do good and have like a mission kind of stuff, um, which I hadn't seen from him in a while. Spike is working in a way that is great. Um, yeah, I just overall was really, really happy. And I was so happy to see Connor. I can't believe that uh, <laughs> Connor Angel's my best friend in the world. And of course, I know you were happy to see those clips from season three and season four. You're like, that's the good stuff. <laughs> When they did all the clips, I was screaming. I was like, you you need to know that Wes got his memories of Justine back. I, I need to know, shrieking. did he get his memories back or did he get the full episodes back into his brain? Because that's what it looked like. It's like he saw context for things he could not have had context for. 
I also wrote in my notes, like, things he wasn't around for, Wes now remembers. <laughs> I I love that Wes got to sit down and watch season four of Angel and is like, you know, it's really unpleasant in a lot of places, but actually, like, narratively what they're doing is really interesting. And, you know, like, <laughs> at least they were giving a shit, you know? <laughs> I'm just like, again, I'm, I'm happy. I win. You do win. You yeah. absolutely win this. And all it took was for me to watch a season of television I think I will never watch again. <laughs> <laughs> it's been said. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I mean, so far of the episodes we've time. watched, which ones would you watch again? Um, In this uh, season, Destiny? obviously. Yeah. Destiny, maybe. Um, I, I did vibe with Destiny really hard. Maybe this one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Kind of fucked like i don't want i don't need to watch fred die again like i'm good yes um, and that's not even like an anti this season thing that's just it's we only watched it because we had to watch it it's a painful yeah, thing like, to watch that's taxing I- i'm really not like a let's go watch like once in a while when i'm in a really sad mood and i'm like i need a good cry sure I will watch the really sad episodes of the things that I love. Mm-hmm. But I got to be in a really specific headspace. And given how much of this season has frustrated me, it, it will not be the one that I'm returning to for a good cry. I mean, yeah, you know? it's like if anyone's like, you have to rewatch, you know, A Hole in the World and Shells. Like, that's like saying you have to rewatch the body. It's like we don't really need to. We we, we know it. We know it well. We love it. We know it's great. Mm-hmm. We but we, we don't need to put ourselves through that again. No, it is okay to skip the body if you need to. <laughs> yeah. Life is short and hard, so take care of you. Also, you have memories. Uh, you can you have Anya's like monologue playing in a loop. You can like make yourself cry that way. It's fine. Absolutely. I can remember Xander punching a wall all on my own. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I'd say those are the two this season that I've written really that I can specifically call out and remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Briefcase Spike. I'll go watch just Briefcase Spike. <laughs> <laughs> he and I, I that's the turning point. They figured it. They figured out Spike on Angel. That's going to be my new argument right there. When he brought in that briefcase, they were like, OK, now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Because I thought he was great uh, this week. Like, staying in his lane, not taking over the show, but still being good and useful and cool. Mm -hmm. It felt like the right balance uh, Mm -hmm. for once. So that was cool. Um, But I don't know. I I don't have any other big thoughts about this one other than I had a great fucking time. Uh, (laughs) Any macro thoughts on this one before we dive in? Uh, It's just... I, uh, of course, excited to see clips from season three and season four. I even yeah. put him like the, the first scene I have in my notes. Wes has got that like harried season three look going on. Like they were preparing. <laughs> they were preparing for him to see again. The father will kill the son. Yes, this, baby. <laughs> this man. Uh, he was so. Here's the thing. He got he got on this kick that it was it was clearly Angel's fault that Fred died, which, which mm-hmm. it wasn't, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like because if. Angel could have undone Fred's death in a way. He would have undone it, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that uh, Wes is not thinking about when he... It's like... And I just love... I love the bit where he, he calls Angel Judas. It's like, no, you're you're the Judas. He He's hiding from you that you're the Judas. Yeah. Like, you don't know that you did this, which is interesting. Um, 
I have some complicated uh, feelings on actually like Angel's culpability in Fred uh, that I want to get into when we start talking about like Illyria and philosophy and memories and all of that shit. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I specifically this course of events, like he didn't set off those specific dominoes. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a bigger ethical question for me. But yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say it's gone, but also they said it was like faded anyway. So faded what anyways. Is what is the yeah. truth? You know what? Actually, I'll get into it now. Um, I got uh, super pissed. Uh, Illyria is having this big uh, kind of like, what are memories? What is what happened to us and what didn't? It's all arbitrary, that kind of thing. But she says specifically, um, Fred changed when her memories did. And like mm -hmm. the point of that line is for Wes to find out that her memories were changed. Mm -hmm. But for me, Morgan... Uh, someone who is uh, angry about this season of television. Um, and what they're showing I, and, and not showing. Yeah. What they're showing and not showing. I actually got so pissed off because, like, she changed when her memories changed. She became, like, I, I wrote my notes, like, I fucking friend. hate this shit. Angel, you made her less capable you made them all ripe for the picking. And I got so angry, like by taking mm -hmm. away, because I was looking back and we've gotten some comments kind of about about whether or not our gang really wanted to participate in Wolfram and Hart and whether or not Angel really took away a choice. Mm -hmm. Because when our last time we see them before their memories are altered, Gun is in. And Fred and Wes are kind of like, oh, it could be nice. Who knows? So in some ways, you can absolutely make the argument for they were all basically in, you know, they all hopped in the limo because they wanted to see. They were curious. Mm -hmm. But they like whether or not they wanted it is maybe not the issue. The issue is, did they or did they not enter into this as their full selves with everything mm -hmm. that they know. Like by taking away everything Fred went through in season four, it made her a less capable, mm -hmm. suddenly mini skirted version of herself who yeah. wasn't ready for everything that happened to her. Same with Wes, mm -hmm. same with Gunn. Like because fucked up to take that stuff from them. Part of the memory change means they're going into this without the memory of all the stuff Wolfram Hart did to Connor or tried to do to Connor. That's a big, yes. that was a big issue. Yeah. They fed Angel his son's blood. Yeah. And now they work there. And these people don't know that. Yeah. That's not great. Like it, it's, it really it, it makes seems like me there would be upset. Yeah. More pushback or hesit hesitance from them at Wolfram and Hart had they still had those memories as opposed yes. to how they kind of just dive in, like you said, like head first, gun especially. And we're still trying to figure out what was changed about gun. Was th were things changed about gun and all that? Like mm -hmm. Fred would have kept her head on a swivel more with like the people yeah. who work for her. Mm -hmm. uh, like Lauren, who stuff, knows? Like would, your, would his powers <laughs> ever work? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but it's just like all of this stuff. Like, I think um, I've been circling this point and trying to make it. And now looking at all of the information, this is what I specifically am mad about. Like, they were all compromised and things and knowledge were taken from them that they really could have fucking used at this point. And Angel erasing all of their memories is something 
completely selfish, in my opinion. Something he only did for himself to make his own life easier so that he would not have to talk about hard things. And I think that the this that's my issue with this whole season mm. is that Angel I mean... <clears throat> has kind of like protected himself from or, or is I think it's unfair to actually put it at Angel's feet because obviously it's like a narrative decision. But, also, but like people aren't confronting him about the difficult things. He's not having to like emotionally deal with things, at least in like a real like textual way. Like it's all like Boreanis having to play mm-hmm. stuff. None of the stories are actually about him and the things that he's struggling with like it's all these ideals and like selling out ideologically and all of these bigger things that I think um I think put you at a distance from him emotionally which I find to be like a bummer does that make sense yes I will just just slightly push back because like the memory thing wasn't necessarily because of hard things it was to like like he he believes he ruined this kid's life to give it a clean slate like he the father will kill the son like he had to put connor down because of what connor had ended up doing anyway basically he wanted like this kid to get a do-over because it had a tragic end so that is a Mm -hmm. large part of it and i think again they're they're just not really addressing that part too it just seems like Mm -hmm. do do and now we've erased this thing that didn't quite work because we decided to not play to physical strings at all Yeah, and it's just, like, I don't know, like, as we've watched Angel this whole season, he has just, like, sat behind this desk and been like, I'm grumpy about the decision I made, and yet no one can talk to me about what's really going Mm -hmm. on because I've robbed everyone of the memory of what's really going on besides Eve, which is so uh, painful. So what I love about this episode is now he is directly confronted with what's really going on. And there's and we're actually doing stories Mm -hmm. specifically about like his emotional difficulties. And now he can no longer hide behind this kind of actually super beneficial to him Mm -hmm. erasure of this really difficult event. Like, mm-hmm. he, I, I know it still happened to him and he must bear the memory and that is tragic. We learned that when it happened with Buffy, but especially with Cordelia gone, I can't mm-hmm. help but feel that this is a whole season where Angel is kind of like doing the easy thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a, a sad way for him to go out as a hero for his final season. You know, like he is it's the path of least resistance for him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ever have to talk about his feelings, um, mm-hmm. which I find uh, uninteresting, but the, what are you going to do? <laughs> the similarities and differences between this season and uh, season four are that they're both very high concept seasons where season mm-hmm. four goes at like into these concepts, like at length in like a lot of detail. Uh, season mm-hmm. five does not, <laughs> it does not yes. go into these at length, a lot of detail. And we're just like, wait, where are we now? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they they tried two different things. And I I think ultimately, I don't love either. I'm more of a season three girly. Yeah, season three is, just, it, is, is brilliant. Yes, but this is definitely, if there's one thing I can say for season five, it has really reminded me what was great about season four. Like, there is still so much that that show, like, at least... With Connor, with the angel having to deal with Connor and Cordelia fucking, like, God, that's horrible. It's still the I grossest thing it. that's ever happened. Like, n- no, I've never said that was good. 
no, I'm still ill, but like he is dealing with the consequences of, you know, bringing a kid into the world and that kid getting fucked up because of Angel's calling and his tragic life. And he's dealing with the aftermath of a situation that is to some extent created by him. Whereas I feel like most of this season, he's not dealing with anything. He's just sitting behind the desk and going like, I'm mad I'm here, even though it was my choice to be here. Mm -hmm. Might as well do nothing about it (laughs) for like 15 episodes. There's a... (laughs) The whole point it was like we're gonna again. They do say belly of the beast in that season four finale, and yet we're surprised by this. It's like we were going. They're gonna change things. They weren't really trying to change things this season, were they? They kept no. being like, "Why is it like this?" It's like because you run this place. No one yeah. has changed anything really. Again, there was uh, Lauren testing people and them being fired, and that not not mm-hmm. even working anyway. Like yes. really trying to change the culture of this firm hasn't happened. I, I am confused what the mission is there. You know, it was supposed to be like, hey, you get all of our resources to do good. And yet they're not allowed to fire their clients. They're not like all of this stuff has just been so murky and unfocused and kind of like reverse engineered. Like it would be fun if they had a bunch of money and gadgets. So we'll give them Wolfram and Hart. Like, I I don't know. It just, um, as I've said, this season has not worked for me, but this episode, I feel like, really did the opposite of so many things going on this season, so I really fucking dug it. Uh, Do you want to dive in? Let's do it. Woo! We open in the lab. Wes is looking down at Illyria, and as you said, he is in his breakdown era. There is scruff. The hair is standing on end. I'm in love. He he thinks he has it rough now and that by getting to the bottom of everything, he's going to undo it and everything will be better. And then he he had to remember how rough he really had it. It's truly so funny to be like, I'm going to get to the bottom of this to only find out it's like your own fault. Here's the thing. What Angel did technically could have made Wes well adjusted, but he's like, I don't want that. (laughs) Not interested. <laughs> so he kept digging himself deeper and deeper. It's like daddy issues, Fred issues, uh, like being in love with Fred issues, Fred mm-hmm. being dead issues. He's like, I will refuse to be well adjusted. I he it doesn't work for him, um, and I like that. I if anything, I wish he'd gotten weirder sooner. I hate uh, bland nerd Wes. That's not that's not my beautiful boy. Um, my boy's a freak. Uh, but he's he's peeping at Illyria. She's kind of staring off into the distance. Angel shows up and he's like, what's she doing? And he's like, I don't know, counting oxygen molecules or tasting the Petri dish she just shoved in her mouth or thinking about killing all of us. <laughs> and uh, Angel's like, you know, someone else can like test her and work on her and stuff. And Wes says, we're running out of people. Good point. Uh, Angel's like, I need you to let us help with her, though. Like, mm-hmm. we have to test her powers. We have to study her. It's important. And it it's can't also just be you. a weird coping mechanism right now, what you're doing with her. Yeah. It's like, it won't bring Fred back to understand Illyria. Uh, and it's time to stop pretending that's, you know, an option. Uh, I do write in my notes here, and I have a question I pose to everyone. Are Wes and Illyria fucking? No. No. She she would break him in half, first of all. I feel like 
like they want to fuck that like do you the energy is like there's You're, something horny going go on go read the fanfic that clearly like it definitely exists like oh i'm sure the fanfic exists yeah but you know i just wondered i just wanted to see if you were picking up on vibes um <laughs> But uh, I do love in this moment, they're like, uh, Spike can test her because, like, we don't care what happens to him. Uh, very funny to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, cute. Wes is like, I don't know. She needs a guide. And Angel's like, okay, but you're not sleeping and you need to get your priorities in order. And he says, Fred's dead, Wes. You're still alive. Start acting like it and leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say that Angel's finally noticing Wes isn't sleeping, but he actually he did notice when Wes wasn't sleeping in season three. They all did. We all know mm-hmm. nothing good comes from Wes not sleeping. I and Wes, I am the same way. If I don't get my eight hours, I you am kidnap a baby. I'll kidnap a baby. This is why we need to keep me well rested. <laughs> Well, he doesn't even go to sleep, though. He does go to work. Because that's also... Angel also said go to work. He says both things. And Wes just chooses the second one that involves him not going to sleep. He's like, I heard go to work. So in our next scene, uh, we have Wes talking to some, like, potential clients who've come in. They're saying their son got hit by a car out of nowhere. Someone ran him over at, like, 50 or 60 miles per hour, which is so fast. It's very funny because I'm, now I'm just, like, imagining the little a demon the little demon behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing, like, Connor Angel go flying, his little bob all askew. Um, <laughs> but, and he's like, okay, so I'm really sorry about your loss. And they're like, no, 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 no. Our son didn't die. Like, that's why we're here. He's fine. And we were called by a cop telling us our son might be different and that we should come here. And Wes is like, oh, shit, and calls for Angel. And uh, they're like, yeah, our son is actually here. He's downstairs. He thinks we're setting up a trust for him. And Wes is like, don't worry. We will absolutely help you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then in the Wolferman Heart lobby, Angel, he's, he's surly. He's walking through the lobby, just like we've seen a million times this season. And then off camera, a little voice says, hey, Dad. I'm screaming already. Uh, I love to read my notes to you. They say, yeah, baby, all caps. I love him. I have decided in this very moment that I love Connor Angel and that I'm extremely excited for his return. It's great to me. Wow. (laughs) Yep. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I read my notes. Look at that, Bob. This is wor- worse than what he intentionally chose to do to his hair in Mad Men. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yes, because he would shave, yes, his, his, shave his hairline so that it looked receding. Yes. It, also, this is 2004. The Mad Men pilot filmed in 2007, 2008. So few years. Like, we are looking at baby Pete Campbell. It is official. I'm so stoked. Um, Angel's fucking face when he hears his son's voice. After the credits, I'm like, we continue where we left off. Angel having a panic attack, basically. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to, uh, I hope that you'll be okay uh, with this change. But new Connor, since he is no longer Connor Angel, I dub him Khaki Connor. Do you like sure (laughs) he's technically wearing cargo pants but like cargo connor doesn't have the vibe like it is like it's a khaki kind of connor (laughs) he's he's a khaki energy i suppose 
he does. Um, so uh, he is actually talking. We, we pick up and he's talking to his actual dad, who is downstairs as well. Angel is introduced to his son by the close friend of his that kidnapped him as a baby. Yeah. Connor, Surreal. Connor's amused that they have sco- giant scorpions in the vending machines downstairs, and and I'm like, okay. Also, with the season, Wolfman Hart doesn't even try to front. Like they used to try to front. Yeah, I- I'm confused as heck by what magic people are allowed to know about and what they're not. Yeah, um, uh, but, but I also they yeah. decided that special guest star Vincent Carthizer. happier than i've ever been Uh, it's wild it's wild it's it's me baby it's who i am now (laughs) um angel like runs away from this conversation as soon as he possibly can because he's gotten very used to not being confronted about anything this season Uh, and fair enough this would be really horrifying he says there must be some mistake we can't help you bye Then in Angel's office, Wes is explaining the car accident and Angel's like looking through the windows at this super normal kid and is like, we're not taking the case. He's like, we don't have time to handle the small stuff. And Wes is like, but the small stuff, this is what we do. Like we help people. These seem like good people. What the hell? And Angel says all the more reason to get him out of here. We know what this place does to good people. But yet you brought your friends here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he should um, fine. He should have just brought Wes. <laughs> yeah, he's his friend of me. <laughs> um, actually, that would have been smart. Like, keep two of them out of the operation, two of them in. Mm-hmm. That could have been, you know, a way to do it. Uh, then we're in suburb hell. We cut to a close up on another juicy, juicy heart hitting the pile, and Gun is not looking so good. Yeah, he's we're back the in the sex dungeon. Yeah. The wrath is so large. He remains such a big dude. Um, he is cut, gun open. We watch guns like skin knit together. Yeah. And he sits up like scared but alive again. And looking at that effect, I was like, you're spending too much money. Of course you were canceled. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and he is like, gun is sitting up. He doesn't understand why he's down here. He was looking for something. He's all disoriented. And the Wrath very helpfully hands him the little oven light bulb he came down here for. And Gun's like, chill, thanks, dude. And heads upstairs. Ugh, not a pleasant life for our guy. Then we go to the Wolfram and Hart training room. Spike is getting his shit rocked by Illyria. Fun yes. to see. <laughs> I mean, you okay, so you love briefcase Spike. How do you feel about clipboard Spike? I love clipboard Spike. I love business Spike. He's so funny. I also love what's going on with Spike. Like that now Illyria like loves Spike. Mm-hmm. The things she says to him, you break so easily and I enjoy hurting you. <laughs> Spike loves a bossy top and you heard about that here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he gets off the ground and she's like, why do you even bother getting up? And he says, right, we need to set some ground rules. First off, no more punching me in the face. Secondly, when I punch you in the face, you tell me how you feel so I can write that down on my clipboard. Third, no touching my clipboard. 
Fulth? I enjoy hurting you. Well, we're gonna have to fix that, cause I'll- A gift. Good. This is what I need. <laughs> they should have killed Fred sooner. That's oh. what Morgan say. Yeah, you heard it here first. Um, no, I just if I have to not have Fred, at yeah. least I have this. It, this is this is working for me. <laughs> um, Wes enters. He's like, "How's it going?" And Spike is like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna break her." And Wes is like, "She's not a horse." And then Wes reveals there's like automated training things. <laughs> like Spike doesn't need to be doing hand to hand combat with her. Spike is like, no, I need to sustain several concussions today. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. Oh, God, I just love him. Uh, Illyria is like, Wes, you seem frustrated. And Spike's like, you seem like you've been drinking a lot. <laughs> Wes admits he had a little disagreement with Angel. He's kind of, like, still confused about it. Spike is like, Wes, look on the bright side. It's funny that Angel's grumpy because he can't fuck without possibly losing his shit. <laughs> good bit. Good bit. <laughs> Spike, potentially a listener of this podcast. <laughs> um, and uh, I, That's I why write... he's better now. He listens to this podcast. Yes, he's good now. I'm glad he took the time to hear our thoughts and our yeah. opinions and get the right takes on things. He, he takes notes. Thank you, sir. Um, I yeah, I write in my notes that I am relating to and wanting to smooch Spike more and more every minute. <laughs> uh, Illyria calls them both insolent because they're, you know, like disobeying Angel, who's in charge mm -hmm. of them. And Wes is like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't get it. Like, I don't always understand Angel, but he I follow him. He's earned my loyalty. I trust what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, That's how this begins. I, Mm. I write in my notes that uh, Angel does not deserve a sexy, sad Wes that likes him. <laughs> oh, he didn't earn it. <laughs> um, uh, and that, I and think that's Angel, where I kind of... Here's the thing, I think Angel learned it. Again, Wes stole his child. <laughs> then Wes made a joke about it. Wes making that joke about stealing his child, like, I mean, to be fair, that puts him in debt to Angel for literally exactly. Like, Angel can't... can do whatever the fuck he wants to Wes. You you are right. Like in that moment, like he's never gonna make that up. <laughs> but I I don't know. I guess uh, the idea that like Angel doesn't have to challenge himself by being honest with people and communicating with the ensemble like they used to make him do just results in my least favorite kind of drama, which yeah. is kind of like looking at someone and wondering how they're feeling. Um, and I know that that's like a taster's choice thing. Like that's something that happens all the time in the Americans, and I like it there. But like. It's it's something I, I don't love here, but I it is a valid form of storytelling. It's just my least favorite thing is that I want to put point out there. I, I am aware this is a me issue. <laughs> um, we then go to Angel's office. Marcus Hamilton is here. This performance continues to not work for me. What about you? It's, it's better than Eve. You're right that it's better than Eve, but it's just like the can't, that can't be the bar. <laughs> it, 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 unfortunately, Eve is the bar. They they have they have made that the bar here. So uh, Marcus Hamilton's here. He's like Angel's like, hey, why the fuck is Connor suddenly here? This is so fucked up. Um, I write in my notes that I do think Baldwin's doing a bad job, but dang, he's a big dude, and it's making Angel look shrimpy, which is at least kind of novel. Yeah, so, they have that compliment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Um, and Angel's like, I want him fucking far away from here, dude. Yeah, and, and Hamilton's like, like, I'm not a bitch like Eve. You don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm not going to yeah. fuck you on this couch. But also, like, like fuck, fuck him for using our insults. Yeah, rude. Those get your own. <laughs> um, he does make the point, like, might have been wise to ask him a couple questions before he left about what's going on. If you're intent on knowing what's going on, um, but uh, he angels like fuck you and closes the. He then walks over and closes the door, which is nuts to me. Like they both yelled about Connor and like saying it was his son with the door open, <laughs> and I was like, what is happening here? But whatever. Angel's like, we had a deal. And Hamilton's like, yeah, the deal was to fuck with everyone's memories and to to rebrand Connor Angel into Khaki Connor. Nothing more. And he says, like, I'm not saying something's not afoot. Clearly something is afoot. It's just not the senior partner. Someone else is coming at you by coming at your son. Mm -hmm. So you should probably figure out who that is. Yeah, they're trying to send you a message and using your son to do it. Uh, they say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so then we cut to a scene with uh, Connor and his new family. They're zooping down the road in their nice little family vehicle. Uh, Khaki Connor is like, I know we were there because of the van thing. It is weird that you guys are trying to keep that from me. I, the point of this whole thing is that I'm okay. Like, I, I sh- wouldn't, sh- wouldn't you be happy to have an invincible child? Like, <laughs> it should be good to you guys, yeah. right? Like, so, yeah. I, I don't want you to be scared. And he's mm-hmm. very sweet. Yeah, Carthys are proving he could play a normie on the show. You wouldn't know it. <laughs> from... yeah, you... yeah. He did not show us this earlier. Yeah, yeah he... but LOL when he says you don't have to be scared. And then a demon rips this car door off. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Um, the hotel looked a lot like the one that like Holtz and Justine were staying in. And I was <laughs> yes. like, oh my God, the nostalgia was popping off. Um, Connor, like these these huge dudes with like burgundy skin and flowing black ponytails rip the door off the car and start fucking their shit. And up. again, one of them had to be up driving the car that ran into the, into the van that ran into Connor, which is very yes. funny to me. Very, very funny to me. Uh, the dudes, uh, the the fight begins. Connor ends up like punching one on like instinct, and he like flies up into the air. So we know that Connor still has his strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who uh, leaps over a car and saves him? But Angel. And Angel like fights three dudes, and he ends the fight by like breaking this dude's back over his knee, like Bane and Batman, yeah. and. Khaki Connor loves this shit. Yes, for once, Connor is impressed by Angel. And he calls what Angel does the coolest thing he's ever seen, which, of course, Vain Angel is like, oh, yeah. This is an episode about Vain Angel. Another reason it's good. He's feeling himself. It's Vain Angel and Dad Angel combined. You can't get better than that. Um, I was so excited to see a Connor that thinks his dad is cool. It made me happy. Um... We go to commercial, we pick back up at the parking lot, and Angel's like, no big deal, man. I do this shit all the time. <laughs> uh, Khaki Connor's dad has a head wound, so it's time to go to Wolfram and Hart, get him taken care of, and uh, give uh, Angel and Khaki Connor a minute to talk. So in the Wolfram and Hart hallway outside the med bay, we establish, you know, Connor's dad's being taken care of. Angel explains they were attacked by demons. Mm-hmm. 
Connor asks, am I a demon? And Angel's like, no, no, no. Uh, best we can tell, you're a healthy, well-adjusted kid with enhanced abilities. Which is true. It is true. It does appear to be true right now. Uh, and uh, he's explained that he's a vampire. Yeah. Connor takes it in stride. Yeah, Connor takes it pretty well. And he says, what am I supposed to do? Complain? And I write in my notes, womp, womp. <laughs> Oh, see, I wrote in my notes, dang, what meds is Khaki Connor on? Give me some. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Khaki Connor is most worried about, like, what to tell his parents. Um, And he's like, Angel, like, do you have family? And Angel's like, no. (laughs) Uh, Connor asks if he's 500. (laughs) (laughs) Do do I look 500? <laughs> we love to see it. Uh Connie's like, "Do you spend all your time making out with other vampires like in Anne Rice novels?" <laughs> Thinking about Khaki Connor reading Interview with a Vampire for a book report like I did in the 6th grade. Yeah, baby. Wow. <laughs> we had to do a book report on a book that had been turned into a movie. <laughs> and everyone was picking like you know, books that an 11-year-old would read. You know. You know how it is. And I was like, interview with a vampire. Let's go. <laughs> Great. It fucking rules. Um, and he's like, uh, no. Angel says no because he has not made out with other hot vampires since he was, like, evil and hot. And yes, cool it's like 500 himself. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he also says he can't afford to have a girlfriend. And I'm like, sorry, Nina. Nina. Oops. <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, Connor's like, wow, that must be lonely. And uh, he asks if everyone here is a superhero because they all save the world and stuff. Oh, oh, no. No. no if son. you knew, I would support you becoming like indignant Connor because. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they all suck. They do now. And uh, Angel's like, no, it's boring. It's all like secretaries and paralegals. As a secretary at a law office, bitch, I'm interesting as hell. Shut up. Uh (laughs) Right? I talk about TV. TV Um, to talk about. Absolutely. Well, well, when there's TV to talk about, of course. (laughs) Um, Spike is then thrown through a set of double doors right in their path and screams, you filthy harlot. I'm going to tear your neck out. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Honey. Uh, and Angel is like, do you want to meet some of my coworkers? And I, like, come on. Of course I am having the best time. Like, I make a big show about how I don't like Angel. And it's that I don't like the show Angel right now. I still love my best friend, Angel the Vampire. Like, that's my guy. I want what's best for him. I love him getting to, like, have a nice moment with his son. Um, he did not get many of those. <laughs> Really? Name 10 bad moments he had with his son. (laughs) We don't have the time. Uh, Then in the training room, um, Illyria has her foot on Spike's head. Hot. (laughs) Connor is like, what is Illyria? And I'm like, they don't know, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Spike has managed to determine she can hit really hard. She can alter time. She might be able to communicate with plants. (laughs) Can she talk to plants? That's my big question. Can she do it? Dude, if she can poison ivy, that would be so great. (laughs) Um, Illyria has managed to determine. (laughs) As I told Lady Freeze before I pulled the plug, this is a one-woman show. (laughs) Yeah! 
yes. <laughs> uh, honestly, my queer root. Um, <laughs> um, Illyria has managed to determine that she would like to keep Spike as her pet. <laughs> I'm doing a face, guys. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, so Connor meets Illyria, and she's instantly like, this one is horny for me. <laughs> <laughs> And Connor's like, uh, no, um, no, it's his outfit. (laughs) Don't blow up his spot like this, Illyria. (laughs) Um, Connor's like, "Ah, I don't know, I guess I've always kind of had a thing for older women. (laughs) And then Angel's like, they were supposed to fix that. that. (laughs) So good. Write write it all caps, stop kink shaming your son, Angel. (laughs) The the one good thing to come out of Con- Connor and Cordelia is that joke. Yes, <laughs> I'll I'll allow it. Lorne shows up. Connor's excited yes, to see I, and meet Lorne. I genuinely teared up at him being excited to see Lorne. And and Lorne doesn't even realize what a huge improvement it is. Like it, it means nothing to him that this kid is excited to meet him because he's so you know like fucked up and stuff right now. But I'm like no. This is progress. Uh. <laughs> Breaks my fucking heart. Uh, Connor says this place is way better than college. He's going to Stanford. Which Angel, Angel wanted to go to Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame and Stanford are rivals. Just so you oh. know. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. He seemed excited anyway, which is like so lovely. Yeah, he was like, "It's not Notre Dame, but he's not complaining." Yeah. Oh. Just so nice. I'm so happy for Angel that his son is okay. Uh, we then go to Wes's office. Um, it turns out these guys who attacked Connor and his family are Kitharn demons. They are the henchmen of Sivis Vale. And Angel's like, cool, I'm going to go kill him. Okay, bye. <laughs> and Wes is like, hey, maybe think about it a little bit. And Angel's like, no, and runs away. Is that pretty accurate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that pretty accurate? <laughs> sure. Uh, what do I have in my notes? Uh, oh, veil. Get it? Because the lifting of the veil. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah. Drew. Angel's like, Wes, drop it. And Wes is like not dropping it. Angel telling Wes to drop it is what's causing him to not want to drop it. Yeah. And Wes knows something's up. And he asks his like secretary or whatever for all the information like they can possibly get on Sybis Vale. So we go to Sivis Vale's place. He's a red skull looking motherfucker. He seems to be having some demon dialysis. I'm like, you need a blue blood boy stat. I, if you think I did not love the antique looking machine pumping him (laughs) full of weird fluids, you don't know me. (laughs) I was thrilled. Um, Vale is like, uh, God, I should have given my guards the day off. Like, you were obviously always going to get through all of them. And he says, I needed uh, Connor to understand what he was capable of. That's why I did what I did. And he knew about Connor because, according to Cyphus Vale, he built him. Ooh. We then go to Wes's office. Uh, Harmony comes in in a very cute teal outfit. I was happy to see her. She's the girl one now. (laughs) She really Um, is. She really is. She brings up, like, documents and Illyria, who's officially tired out Spike because he's resting. Finally. 
Poor guy. Lorne, yeah, I know. I felt really bad. Lorne then, in looking through the books, finds Vale on the payroll. Uh, I write in my notes, would you believe he specializes in memory restructuring, mind control, and temporal shifts? <laughs> hmm. Uh, huh. And what? It says here that Wolfram and Hart paid him a crazy amount of money for a job where he led the most powerful sorcerers on the West Coast in some kind of reality shift that took place the day Team Angel took over Wolfram and Hart. What's that all about? Lauren, you should also be concerned. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even seem to know what the data is. He doesn't remember. He's so drunk he doesn't remember when they, they joined Wolfram and Hart. To be fair, I, I'm with Lord. I'm not great with dates. <laughs> I think if you were in the situation and you like joined the evil corporation that's been trying to ruin you for years, you would remember the date you joined them. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then back with Angel and Vale. Vale tells Angel about like a memory he created for Connor getting lost in a department store when he was five and how scared he was. And Angel's like, well, that didn't happen. And Vale's like, yeah, but he remembers it. I built his memories. And uh, he explains, like, he's doing all this because he needs someone dead. And that someone is Sajan. Oh, yeah. But I just want to say first, there's a lot of labored breathing in this performance that really kind of took me out of the scenes. I was like, okay, just, just get to it, please. Yeah, it. there are a lot of affects. There is one veil joke that really, really got me later that I will point out. Mm -hmm. But I, I agree that um, th this isn't a perfect uh, realization, maybe, of what they were going for. Um, I did write in my notes, I feel really bad for him. His biggest enemy is Sajan, but Sajan's biggest enemy is just some baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wonder if anyone sucks. has any opinions on that. Hmm. It's time because her boy is back. Kristen's Corner! Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for being here in my corner. I know it's been a long time. I've missed you all. I hope that you've missed me. I've dusted out all of the corners in my corner to return for my beloved Sajan. Listen, I decided that the only way for me to really express my feelings was through poetry. So I'm going to read to you here in my corner my poem for Sajan, which contains absolutely no discernible rhyme scheme, but which will move you, I think. <clears throat> Hello, Kristen and Jenny here to tell you that this September will mark the 30th anniversary of the premiere of The X-Files. And to celebrate, we will be in Boston and New York City doing live recordings of our podcast, The X-Files. <laughs> Join us and special guests Saturday, September 9th at Arts at the Armory in Somerville, Massachusetts, where we are discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 20, Darkness Falls. And then the very next day, Sunday, September 10th at the Bell House in Brooklyn, where we will be discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 21, tombs the ultimate will they won't they tombs and the fifth liver 
All information, except whether he gets the liver or not, can be found by going to bufferingcast.com slash live. We will have a VIP meet and greet in Boston and a VIP after party happening in New York City. And yes, of course, we will be dressing up as Mulder and Scully. Or, Jenny, will we be Fox and Dana? Come to the show to find out. <laughs> Tickets and details are there for you at bufferingcast.com slash live. Dearest Sajan, my one true love, they say your enemy is but a babe, but that is true only sort of. Your flowing locks, how they shine, even after traveling through space and time. They say the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but Sajan, let's not pretend. We both despise Connor Angel, so enemies are shared, but what we want most is to run our fingers through each other's beautiful hair and kiss. R.I.P. Sajan, I love you forever. Kristen's Corner, Kristen's Corner. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. We love you. We miss you. Um, so, uh, he, uh, Vale opens up a secret little cabinet and he's got the urn that has Sajan in it. He wants Sajan dead for good. Not just trapped in an urn. Urns can break. <laughs> yeah. So, of the things that I was like, I, I wanted to rewatch just so I could get a, a firm grasp of thing. How did he get the urn? I know. So what happened with the urn is that it was Justine who put Sajan in, in the urn when they're like in the little... Uh, headquarters before like the the fight house uh, mm-hmm. like in like Sajan's little headquarters uh, mm-hmm. but like I don't think anyone took the urn so do you think like there was a cleanup Wolfman Hart got it they possibly paid Sivas with it that sounds right yeah yeah that, that sounds as right as as we can kind of like divine I mm-hmm. think I think that's a really fair read um he uh he's like we gotta kill this bitch he then conjures this little cube which has got real cabin the in the vibes <laughs> and he says this is an orlon window um through it i can see the past as it once was if it broke around someone whose mind was altered it would bring back all the old memories and he threatens Angel that he'll restore Connor's memories if he doesn't get the help he wants killing Sajan. And Angel's like, fine, I'll fucking kill him. But Vale's I'm like, I'm curious now, no, actually, won't. if it broke around someone whose mind was altered, does that mean, like, Lorne doesn't have his memories back? It seems like he doesn't and Gunn doesn't. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I, okay, yes, because I was confused, like, h- how do Connor's parents feel now? Because, like, memories were put into their head. But, like, if it's people who are nearby, and also that mm-hmm. fucking sucks, though, too. Like, I know. <laughs> we saw people who don't know. Yes, it it, it is. It, it bums me out. Uh, but at least at least it's out a little more than it was before. Um, vale is like, I don't want you to kill him, though, Angel. Like, Connor has to do it according to the prophecy. So, like, mm-hmm. now we have a problem. Like, I, we made Connor normal. He's not going to be good at murder. You need to fix that. <laughs> Poor Angel. <laughs> he needs to turn him back into a killer because, you know, that's good for the kid. Yeah, that's great. Um, so in Angel's office, uh, we cut to Khaki Connor finding out he has to do a murder. And Angel's like, it's a demon named Sajan. You've fought him before. So, and, and Wes is in this scene. 
Mm-hmm. So what does he even remember about Sajan and the prophecy of who would kill Sajan? Unclear. Might have been helpful to know that so that this episode isn't kind of belabored under you wondering that. Again, it would have been we, cool if we know what they remembered. <laughs> we we all just remember a bunch of Jenga because that's the joke because of the fucking around with their memories. But like, yeah. it would be really good to... to spend money on like the flashback episodes to what they actually remember i would have loved an episode where like they're playing jenga a bunch and like stuff's going on in the background and they're like that doesn't concern us it's like because Um, with the dawn thing on buffy like it's Mm -hmm. pretty easy to actually insert her into things With this is like taking someone out though, and like so much of their interactions and like their disintegration of their friendships and stuff yeah. is centered around everything post baby Connor. Yeah, and also like the disintegration of like the their all of their moral compasses, like the mm-hmm. things becoming a lot more morally gray centers specifically around Connor and attempting to protect his innocence and attempting to regain his stolen innocence and repair this relationship that was so tragically yeah. destroyed. Um, but yeah, it just, they've, they've lost like, so much. Wes remembers he was with Lila. Does he remember why he was on the outs with Angel and ended up with Lila? No, like, I, like, I wonder why he thinks he was with her. Like what, like does he like now does he remembering the full thing is he like grieving lila anew or does that like not matter because fred i think like i think he went through the grief of lila enough yeah Yeah. probably i just miss i'm grieving lila every day (laughs) so wes is like hey why are we entertaining any of this like he doesn't comment on all of this stuff that is referencing memories he maybe has maybe doesn't but he's like why are we doing this and angel's like well Vale made some convincing threats and wes is like we don't give into threats though like what the fuck and Connor assumes the threat is against his family, so he's like, you know, raring to do whatever he can do to protect them. Wes is like, but you almost died the last time you fought Sajan. And uh, Khaki Connor's like, what now? Gulp? <laughs> Angel insists, like, this will be different because Khaki Connor is special. Wes <laughs> is like, okay, but like, what about what Vale did? like did for the firm that he got paid for like we have to figure that out like that'll answer our questions and just like we don't have time for that (laughs) and connor is like if i kill sajan will my family be left alone and they tell him yeah and he's like okay then i'm in um what a good boy just wants to protect his his mommy and daddy um then in the suburban hell torture basement gun is getting ripped apart some more yeah well his his blonde wife and blonde son are just upstairs laughing always uh, laughing their guns. <laughs> cleaning their guns. guns yes <laughs> and hamilton shows up interrupts uh gun getting his heart cut yeah. out by the, the wrath actually listens to him mm-hmm. um hamilton takes his necklace off so gun becomes himself again and is like hey the Wrath put you in this gibbet yet? And Gunn's like, no. And he's like, cool, he'll get around to it. Sex anyway, dungeon. Yeah, real sex dungeon vibes. Um, he's like, hey, I got a proposition for you. The senior partners are sympathetic to your plight. You know, they want to get you out of here because you're a resource. Um, 
it certainly doesn't seem like your friends are trying to rescue you at all. So, and Gunn's like, I don't want to hear it. Give me my fucking necklace bag. I want to get carved up again. I'm not listening to you, which That's is honestly pretty hot. That's my boy. <laughs> uh, very sexy. Um, not happy that uh, he has to undergo a bunch of torture to uh, become himself again and atone. But I mean, he, he was getting too much of the good life. I, I, yeah. need, I need him to go back <laughs> into the dirt to you be real again. <laughs> yeah. Um, we then go to the training room uh, and Angel's going to train Connor the plan is Angel's going to hold him down and Connor's going to kill him. He's like, There's, the prophecy doesn't say you can't have help. And so Connor's like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a bully. I don't want to do it like that. <laughs> so he wrote his notes. Uh, he said, I'm not a bully, to which I wrote in my notes. Yeah, you're a little bitch. But then aw. Yeah. when he actually yeah. listens to, to Angel's advice, he, like, he actually wants to hear Angel's advice. Yeah, he he he's so awkward. He like knocks all of the weapons off the walls and Angel's like trying to tell him he's like you're fast. You know, you need to not listen to Sajan talk. He does a lot of talking. Yes. Just hit him quick and keep moving. Connor does not listen to that advice. Mm-mm. And yeah, Sajan does talk a lot. He does. That's why uh, Kristen Connor, loves him. That's why yeah, that's why he's so beloved. Uh <laughs> Connor says, "Do you really think I can do this?" And Angel says, "I know you can." Uh, then in the records room, Illyria is following Wes, who is trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, Illyria is getting philosophical. You know, it's all experience. Who cares? Like altered memories. You're a summation of recollections. Each cha- like each uh, change is simply a point of experience. And Wes is like, I don't know. We're more than just our memories. And this is where she says, and yet Fred changed when her memories did. And this is where I got uh, so pissed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just not fair that they didn't get to uh, be themselves and walk into this with their eyes fully open. He took stuff from them, stuff they needed. I don't love it. Uh, Wes, though, is focusing on, uh, you know, he doesn't know all of that. He's surprised that Fred's memories were changed and that Illyria can sense that. Uh, she mm-hmm. can't see the old ones. And she asks, like, does this change your view of Fred? Or is she still who you thought she was? And Wes sees something in the, in the files. And he says, no, none of us are. And it's Angel's signed contract where he agreed to fuck with all of their heads uh, in exchange uh, for Connor. So we go to Vale's place. Connor and Angel are there. Connor does some tough talking threatens to slit this guy like veils throat <laughs> if he fucks with him and if that doesn't work i'll chop your head off oh this is so good work, i'll i'll stab you i'll stab you repeatedly I, okay Understand? and this is where i was like they're showing us that carthizer can pull off like the weed in us dialogue and instead they gave us that little bitch what the fuck I know it's like he can do it, but this is my favorite Vale moment because he goes understand and Vale like nods and smiles and says, "I, I do." <laughs> <laughs> like he's like playing along with Connor and hyping him up. I love it. He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're doing good, kid. I'm I'm threatened." <laughs> <laughs> so Angel tells Connor like again. Don't let Sajan distract you with his talking. Just, like, fucking kill him. Uh, Connor goes over to the urn, 
after Angel fixes his collar, because dad. <laughs> and Connor turns around to ask Angel something, and he can't. There's suddenly this wall in place. And Vale's like, Connor can't see us anymore. He's locked in there with Sajan. It's, you know, a precaution, because Sajan's my big enemy. It's um, like Darla watching Angel in the trial. Yes. So uh, Angel can see him. Connor can't see Angel. Angel, I, I'm just writing my notes like... What an idiot. Like, he, he's being so stupid in this episode. And, like, obviously, uh, you know, th- this is an emotional thing. And it's easy to act rashly when you're like, I must protect son, you know. Um, but I just wrote, like, so many of the stories this season only work if Angel's being a huge idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which which makes it kind of dramatically inert to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I always feel this way in horror movies where I'm like, why would I be scared of something if the only people dying in this movie are dumb? <laughs> like, not that you can't have a great horror movie where everyone is dumb meat for the movie to grind up. I like Alien Covenant. But, like, I used to think <laughs> Angel was smart or that he could be smart. This is not the man that did the Mind Palace thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Connor opens up the urn and Sajan's here. He's here. <laughs> he got a Brazilian blowout in yes. the urn. <laughs> Why, I was like, his hair was not that good before. <laughs> Why is his hair so straight and glossy? I was losing it. <laughs> this is... Um, I, I miss this bitch. It, it's nice to see him. Sajad is like, oh my god, thank you, dude. Um, uh, now you get three wishes. Uh, and Connor's like, really? And he's like, No. <laughs> <laughs> you um, dumb bitch and it, I, I i i forgot so obviously like sajan hadn't met teen connor the last time he saw connor was when he opened up the portal to Kortoff. Mm-hmm. and he was still a baby <laughs> he's still a little tiny baby so obviously he doesn't recognize him and connor's like hey before you like me or whatever we're we're supposed to fight <laughs> um and sajan's like oh you're him and khaki connor goes yeah i'm me Hi. And he was like, I told him about to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck is going on? Sajan's like, how did Kortoth work out? And Khaki Connor says, it worked out great. Thanks for asking. So and polite. For any listener who does not remember that moment, that is the moment where Holtz p- pushes Justine out of the way for no reason. Daniel! <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. Sajan throws the urn at Connor's head. It's a shitty move. Uh, Angel, you know, is trying to get past the magical barrier to help. He can't. Connor is like, hey, that hurt. I didn't like that. (laughs) Vale has the little lantern box and he's like, hey, you know, there's no reason to bring back the past if we don't have to. So basically what he's saying is like, Connor looks like he's probably going to lose if if we if it gets to that point yeah. where he is I'm going to shatter this thing give Connor back all his murderous but, memories which will allow him to defeat Sajan. It's great because Connor is finally fighting the way we always joked that Carthizer really should with his yeah. lanky body <laughs> just yes. flailing around. It's like well, I can't buy you as like this intimidating destroyer. He's so goofy. It finally all fits. Um, I I write in my notes that Sajan's beating the shit out of Connor, and I can't even enjoy it (laughs) because I like him now. I'm rooting Um, for Connor. What? What universe? Uh, Sajan's so shocked his baby nemesis isn't scary anymore. Uh, Angel turns in his leg. It would have helped bitter Connor had he known he had like a purpose and destiny to defeat this great evil Sajan because they they never bring that up to him. 
probably, yeah. Like, any kind of direction. Like, he is... I just feel like so much was taken from him, and he was so carved out. Like, he, he needed... I mean, obviously, this would have just been like another thing he was versus, um, mm-hmm. which doesn't yes, seem we like talked something about how needed. But he wasn't. Still, yeah. yeah, we talked about how he wasn't a champion and ready to be a champion. It's like it's in this episode he becomes a champion, actually. Yeah, uh, very yeah. much so. Um, he uh, Angel like turns around to yell at Vale, but he doesn't have the lantern anymore. Oh. Wes does. Oh boy, this is. Oh, I'm so happy. Wes has it. This is well. Well, Sajan's calling Connor, like saying it was a colossal waste of time to do everything he did to, to orchestrate mm. Connor's death because, like, look at this bitch. But yeah, yeah. oh, Wes, mm-hmm. Wes, and and now he, I'm like, now he's looking like season four Wes. He started as like tired season three mm-hmm. Wes, and now he's season four Wes. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> and he okay, so he brings up Angel's thirty pieces of silver, which of course is a reference to the Bible. That's mm-hmm. how much Judas uh, was paid to betray Jesus. Oh hell yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, is this your thirty pieces of silver? And of course, um, I was like, this is yeah. funny because Wes is the Judas, and he has no memory of that. Lila even jokingly gave him like Dante's Inferno because of him being Judas. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, Angel uh, oh, tries. Yeah. yeah. Illyria. <laughs> is, is, is she Wes's pet? <laughs> because she's like, she hits Angel. like, he doesn't follow you any longer. What the That's hell? why I'm like, she wants to smash. Like, <laughs> she is hyping up her boy. Like, this is a crush. <laughs> Even if she's not aware of it. Um, and uh, Angel tries to take the box, but that's when Illyria backhands him and is like, he doesn't follow you anymore. <laughs> He's my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> then uh, with Sajan and Connor, Sajan's winning because, you know, he knows how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back with Angel, Wes, and Illyria. Angel admits, he's like, no, 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 Connor's my son. And Wes is like, okay, did you trade Fred for him? Was Fred the price? And Angel's like, no. And I'm like, well, according to before, yes, but okay. Wes thinks it's like... an arguable point. Yeah. He thinks it's like the Smallville thing I brought up with Clark and his dad and Lana. Yeah, it's, But it's, it's not, not that exactly. That. No, it's not. And Angel is like, please put the cube down. Like, please, please, please. And Wes is like, will it undo what you did? And Angel's like, no, no, it won't bring Fred back. Wes doesn't care. He lifts it up and he's going to shatter it. And Angel's like, please trust me. And Wes is like, no. And again, he's like, I can't. Not anymore. It's like, he doesn't know because, again, he has no memories that he's not in a position to be like, I can't trust you. You're the untrustworthy one. Yeah. So... Um, we shatter it, and then we get our flashbacks. Wes, Wes remembers schoolgirl Lila. Wes remembers keeping Justine in a cage. He also remembers scenes he wasn't in. He remembers her slitting his throat. He remembers Angel trying to kill him in his hospital room. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, what is, what was happening? Mm-hmm. What is it? What, so the, the, he's getting back his memories. Uh-huh. But, like, we are just seeing the clips. For, like, we're just seeing the clips from, like, every episode of season three and season four, starting from, like, yes. like lullaby. <laughs> yeah. And I I am wondering, like, I I know this is something that's probably, like, arguable. We 
we then immediately cut to Connor smirking. Well, no, and I'm like, it's not smirking. It's the sneer. The, sneer, the sneer is back. Yes. It's like he's doing the sneer. So I'm like, these are not just Wes's memories. These are like Connor's memories. Yeah. It's because like I said, well. everyone who was affected, who's close by will get the memory. So they all have yeah. Their, yeah, their memories. It's just the visual of seeing mm-hmm. just full clips from seasons three and four. Yeah. <laughs> means everyone has everything. So silly. Uh, my evil little boy kicks some ass. Uh, he beheads yes. Sajan in like a second. That's yeah. my son. He needed the combination of being well adjusted and having the little bitchery inside of him. Mm-hmm. And that's how the evil could be defeated. And yeah. I just, uh, let's do Fuckwatch because he's, he's back. The sneer yes, is back. Baby. The return of the little bitch. Let's do this Woo. shit. Fuck Morgan, mm-hmm. who are you fucking? Uh, this is a complicated one. Um, I'm doing what I'm doing um, to get um, something specific. And it's that I'm fucking Sajan because I miss Kristen so much. Oh my I just God. I want to feel close to her. I'm also <laughs> fucking Sajan. Because I'm brought back to such a brilliant, perfect time in our lives. It was simpler then. (laughs) Wow. I miss you. Kristen, please. We'll see. Scooby, we'll we'll see her soon. Don't worry. Yeah, you will. Besides besides (laughs) the corner, we'll see her soon. We'll see her soon. Um, But yeah. All right. Well, that's who we're fucking then. Yeah. Of course. One brain cell. So, uh, but I, uh, I also just watching all this Connor stuff and then being excited to see the, the sneer be back mm-hmm. of all things. It's just mm-hmm. like, in, like Pharaoh Connor was like the right choice despite the execution. But like, yeah. it would have been interesting to have had like this version of Connor and have to have Angel navigate having like a well-adjusted son in this world too. That would have been interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I I would have liked to have seen this because but, then you know. could really say possibly Angel is ruining this kid. Like if he's if he has like the well adjusted thing and then he's brought into Angel's world, mm-hmm. it's like it's only going to get worse for him. As opposed to yeah. this kid never had a chance. Yes. So then it's like, am I harming my kid by being involved in his life now yeah. that he has the choice? Like, should I not be letting him make the choice? Was it wrong? You know, like all the the big like complicated questions that we like seeing angel ask like mm-hmm. do is is my presence in people's lives only something that hurts them like should i never be close to anybody mm-hmm. which is like a pretty typical and like standard angel thought yeah <laughs> um feels right <laughs> Yeah, I, I love when uh, Connor like easily decapitates Sajan. He doesn't quip, which like it was the worst when like little bitch mm-hmm. Connor was quipping. It's like don't, you 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 can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. He instead goes, "Whoa, did you see that?" Went a little mm-hmm. hardcore for a second. Yeah, he goes that back to, really to to khaki Connor. <laughs> I love khaki Connor Angel. Khaki Connor Angel is the boy I have been waiting for. And I'm like, because if there's one thing little bitch Connor could do, it's pretend. Is the thing. Yeah. Yes, he. That's, he's that's, regained that's, the ability <laughs> to to just 
lie to himself and cope. Yes. Which was, was always uh, scary and uh, problematic, but yeah. Yeah, but, uh, so he, but now he seems like he has his head on a little straighter. So he says, I don't really like people touching my neck, you know? Is that from when uh, Holtz, like, threatened to snap his little baby neck? Is that what that is? Maybe. I don't know. Like, Because there's never I, any real neck stuff with him. Yeah, I kind of wondered what that specifically was referencing. I couldn't parse it. <laughs> oh, um, or is it possibly Angel snapping his neck to kill him at the end of Home? Very well could be. Yeah. <laughs> Angel actually snapping his neck and not just threatening to do it. Because, like, I, I am adamant Angel did actually kill Connor. He mm-hmm. had to have. That was the only way anyone was getting out of that situation. Yeah. Oof. Jesus Christ. Um. So, uh, he is like, yeah, Um. anyways, now I would like to go see my parents. Um, this whole fighting thing, I'm not sure it's for me. Yay! Yay! Um, oh man, oh man, will I see your, see your face, face again? again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Wolferman Heart, we've got Wes and Illyria. Illyria's like, okay, you got your memories back. Are you Wesley now? <laughs> Shut up, also, bitch. Now she's like, now she knows Wes is the bad guy. He's the one who betrayed Angel in the first place. It's like, uh, Wes is like, fuck. Fuck. Does this make her more or less likely to bone down with him? I'd say more. (laughs) I think less. I think she liked that he had a conviction, and now he doesn't. (laughs) He has nothing now. Okay, fair. See, I think she's like, all right, a little evil. Okay. (laughs) Because now he has both timelines, memories in him. That can't be good for him. It seems very messed up. Wes is like, well, look, at least I understand. I understand how all of this shit happened. He doesn't feel good about it. He is miserable. No, he looks so He's saying this, but he's like, he's saying it like he lost, basically. Yeah. And Illyria is like, but now there's two sets of memories for both of us now. Like, I have Fred's real ones and her fake ones. And it's really hard to untangle them. And in the real and... ones, she wanted gun, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in her fake memories, she wants Wes. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Wes is like, try to push reality out of your head. Focus on the fake ones. They were created for a reason. And Illyria is like to hide from the truth. And he says, no, to endure it. So like, it, it's go, like focus on your coping mechanisms. <laughs> All right. Grim. <laughs> Grim stuff. Uh, then in Angel's office, Connor comes in, sees Angel looking out the big sunny windows and is like, shouldn't that kill you? And Angel's like, oh, it's special glass. And Connor's like, oh, sick. You should make a whole suit out of that, like the Pope. (laughs) I want to see it. I want to see the concept art for that. Please. Um, Connor explains that his dad's okay. You know, um, he's like, he's super mad about the whole me fighting a demon thing. He really wants to talk with you. And Angel's like, oh, um, okay. (laughs) Prank Sinatra over here. Mm -hmm. He's just doing a bit. Yeah. And then. And he's also like, unlike Nina, Connor's going to tell his family something close to the truth. So, yeah, he says, I'm just going to say I'm different and it's a good thing. And I'm going to tell him not to worry so much. And uh, Vale got away, but Connor's not worried about it. It's like for anyone who doesn't know what's going on with Angel, he really in this episode seems like a rich weirdo millionaire who wants like a friend. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, it would be kind of unclear. And he, Connor says, you know, there's not much more that Vale could show me that I haven't already seen. Hmm. Connor said mm-hmm. he just came here to say goodbye. He has to go back to his life. And Angel's like, you got to leave like right now? And Connor's like, yeah, I think that I should. I got to take care of my parents. They don't feel safe here. Um, you got to do what you can to protect your family. I learned that from my father. He's talking about Angel. Uh, I write in all caps. Ha ha ha. There is something in my eye. I started tearing up here. <laughs> um, they share a significant look. He leaves and Connor gives him just a little tiny smile as he gets into the elevator and it's this last moment where it's like, okay, seems like Connor remembers stuff, but he, it hasn't ruined his life completely. So maybe there's hope. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we both cheered up watching this episode. Yeah, baby. Because oh. of Connor related things. Unreal. Wild. Who knew? <laughs> Um, I, uh, I really like this one. I think this one, uh, really fucks and did some necessary shit. Um, got some information out on the board that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So now we just got to get gun back and we'll be ready to rock and roll. <laughs> you mean end forever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, um, you know, m- maybe given the difficulties, the difficulties of this season, maybe that wasn't the worst uh, call. If mm-hmm. uh, something else could have happened and the season could have looked different, maybe I would have uh, wanted there to be a season six. But for now, I'm 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 feeling ready to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm hoping to say goodbye being stoked and happy, uh, which actually seems like a possibility now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any, anything you want to tell me about the rest of the season? Um, is my head in the right space? Uh, anything to encourage me? I don't even know at this point because (laughs) I like the next episode, but the episode after that, we're going to have, we're going to be talking. Yeah. We might throw some things. Hell yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm not afraid. I'm going to break a lamp. (laughs) I'll do it. I don't care. (laughs) And then we have um, the last two episodes of the season after that. Yeah, fuck. And I, I know I like this finale. Like, I, I do mm-hmm. know that. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to get there. And I'm excited to, you know, see if we see any uh, old friends along the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Over here on the pod. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wink. The way, the way you said it. Wink. <laughs> Doing There's a wink. something in our <laughs> eyes. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Only um, one more thing for me to say. Oh, my gosh. It has been a day, an emotionally exhausting day for Team Angel. But if you were to recommend they watch anything on the dang WB, what would it be? Angel is a vampire. Does he even like TV? I think he'll like the WB. So originally 
I was going to promote, because uh, this is an episode about, you know, fathers and sons. Mm-hmm. I was going to promote one of the, the John Ritter Felicity episodes where he plays Ben's dad. Mm. But then he, like, ends up kissing Felicity, and I'm like, we don't, we don't need oh, that. That's <laughs> so fucking much. <laughs> he ends up kissing Felicity, which I suppose gets to the heart of Angel Cordy Connor in a way. Absolutely. In a way, it's very reminiscent of what has happened in the past. It's like an inverse of that. But (laughs) instead, I will suggest um, from a one season WB series that I I hold dearly because the majority of the cast ended up on Mad Men. uh, Season one, episode 22 of Jack and Bobby Legacy, in which Lou Diamond Phillips uh, shows up to play the incarcerated father of Matt Long and Logan Lerman. Great. And Kristen, Christine Lottie is their mother. So again, Blue Diamond Phillips is Filipino, but stick with me here. Uh, and it's when basically we learn that uh, prison reform is necessary. Great. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, you know, estranged fathers and sons. Mm-hmm. We're talking. We got Lou Diamond Phillips. It didn't get the yeah. show renewed. But hey, Matt Long went on to be on Mad Men, as did like right. every other person on <laughs> Jack and Bobby. Jack and Bobby. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Mad Men pod next. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it all comes back to Mad Men. Doesn't it always grimy little pimp? <laughs> all right, let's um, plug it up. Plug it up. And that is WB. All right. So uh, if you would like to follow this podcast on socials, we are at Angel on Top Cast on both Twitter and Instagram. You can go to angelontop.com to be linked over to our Patreon. There we have ad-free episodes. We have the Cole Turner cast and we do live watches. Um, and if you would like to follow me on social media, that's so nice of you. You can do so at Lorgan Mudich on whatever platform interests you. Latoya, where can the people find you and should they? Uh, you can go to my Twitter at the Fergs. Uh, please donate if you can for the remaining time I have with my dog Chewy. So please pin post. Mm-hmm. Um, and until next time, you are now leaving Wolfram and Hart. And no, we do not validate. <laughs>